Straight out of Gibraltar, sponsored by Coca Cola. Welcome to Straight Outside Gibraltar. It's January. We're south outside in here in Queensway Key, and obviously it's, it's going to be a beautiful day. I hope it is anyway. As long as it doesn't rain, you'll be fine. But we're actually very proud to be back. And obviously, as we know, the show is sponsored by Coca-Cola, and we can thank the fine people at Secundian Speed for that. Thank you, Guy. Thank you, Siraja, for the kind sponsorship, and obviously for the kind support throughout the years. And we're going to welcome someone who's I, I actually love personally as a person, as a musician, and he's actually grown into something well. He was bound for it, let's just say, say that. So we welcome Simon Dumas. Welcome, Simon. It was up. <laughs> obviously, welcome back more than anything else. Thank you. So nice to be back. And obviously, we're looking, overlooking at the bay right now. So there's actually no better feeling than it's overlooking beautiful. the bay right now. Beautiful. And it makes you reflective in, in every sense of the word, obviously, because you've been away. Obviously, you came back in September. And then that was only like a quick thing. And then you had to dash yeah. off again. Oh, yeah. It is really nice to be back. It's nice to see the water again. You don't really see the water in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that whirlwind. Obviously, like that King Callaway thing. Obviously, almost a year ago, it's become. It became known that you were part of this band, and obviously now it's a year later, and too much too soon in a good way. I think. <clears throat> yeah, there's been so much happening. It's been so cool. Um, I don't really know where to start. It's been like you said, a whirlwind of a year. We um, we've been non-stop. I've flown like over ninety times this year to different places around the United States and in Australia and to Gibraltar and to London and to Germany and to all these incredible places and done some incredible things and it's not really until maybe like a week later or like two weeks after something's happened that I'm like oh wow like that's so cool like you know the Late Late Show with James Corden or the Kelly Clarkson you suddenly like look back and you see the video on YouTube and you're like well oh, that's so weird <laughs> so yeah it's been it's been incredible, though. It's, it makes me it makes it feel like as if it was all a dream kind of thing. Sometimes, absolutely, yeah. And sometimes it 
does because I feel like I don't sleep enough. So sometimes I feel like I'm just asleep through all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you mentioned right there that sometimes you don't get enough time, obviously, to reflect on certain things. You mentioned that obviously the James Gordon thing, which was great. And I'm, uh, if he ever listens to this, and I'll be proud if he does, um, it was great that he mentioned Gibraltar first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But I think like everybody else, like even when you obviously went on the Today Show, all these big shows in the United States, mm. which are pretty much watched by millions, I just say even billions, each each night, each day. But it, it makes you realize that pool of talent that there is in the US, but not just in the US, but to notice your talent to be asked to be on the show as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Like it's very humbling when we obviously have a team of people working for the band who like yep. have these contacts and then but it's still a grind even there, like to, you're constantly fighting, like you said, between the different, so many options out there, you know, anyone could have played those shows the days that we did. And so it's just really cool that we could come on top and, and like have those opportunities. And we always have like a mini band celebration whenever we find out that there's a TV <laughs> performance because they're really fun, they're really special. Like the Today Show, we had been in California, which is on the complete other coast, on the West Coast, and we had to fly to New York, we got in at like eight o'clock at night, but we left California at like nine in the morning, basically with all the time changes and then yeah. had a really late night, didn't get to sleep till like 11 and our sound check was at 4 a.m. and the next morning. And so we had to be up at like 3.30, get in a van, drive to the Today Show. I, I swear I was fast asleep. I swear <laughs> I didn't even wake up for that. Uh, do the sound check and then like get back to the hotel, take a nap for like two hours. <laughs> and then do it and the really scary thing with those things is that they're live tv and so no, I was supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> you start sweating in your fingertips like more than you ever thought you could and like but it's cool it's it's part of the fun and the, like you mentioned the, the the aspects of live tv is it's, i did say i'm not a musician myself but i can imagine it is quite daunting but you can't compare it to the way it is here to the way it is over there well i was gonna say actually i think that the reason why i'm I'm sort of enjoying everything I'm doing so much and I'm not stressing out over things too much is maybe because of the amount of prep I got in Gibraltar, yeah. whether it was like specifically through like my singing teachers, Christian Santos or music teacher, Mr. Cortez, or whether it was my appearances on The Hub and GBC Open yeah. Day, like at the end of the day, live TV is live TV, whether yeah. you're doing it in Gibraltar or whether you're doing it on the Today Show and you want to be absolutely spot on. And my work in radio, I think, gave me a lot of help in learning how to deal with things that are like going out live on air in real time and you just kind of have to deal with what comes your way um and so yeah like it's it's different obviously in the sense that it's a slightly bigger audience but it's the same it's the same really wherever you go <laughs> it's pretty great and great to see all these things happening obviously we post the clips and obviously we share the album and we've shared a lot of things that you guys have done and it's great to see and, uh, yeah. On, on a personal level as well. So obviously, like before we get carried away, obviously with what, what else that you're doing now, obviously it goes back a lot further, and it's pretty crazy to imagine that was almost like what nine years ago. Mm -hmm. That where I remember watching you, you guys, well, this side up as a whole was performing as opening up for Lloyd Daniels in the X Factor. Then all these things with the Gibraltar Music Festival came along, and obviously we went to the 100 Club, and so many things that we've done. Uh, or yeah, you've yeah, done. yeah. No, no, you've been a part of it as well. And, and it's just crazy to see how many things have happened in short amounts of time. And it's the yeah. same thing that we mentioned with the King Calloway thing, where too much too soon, but in a good way. Yeah. No, yeah, and like you, um, 
you talk about how so much has happened, but at the end of the day, this is like the prime time to be doing it all. And like, this is when you want to be super busy. We know that like the music industry can sometimes rely, I don't necessarily agree with this all the time, but it can rely on like your age and like you have to be slightly younger in order yep. to do things. But I think that's why as a, as like King Calloway now and Frontiers, we were able to exploit and just like do everything and anything because we were young and willing and like we <laughs> we would like fly anywhere as Frontiers and do whatever gig, if it was a random bar in Germany or if it was a slightly bigger thing like the O2 um, in Islington, so open for Lawson, like we were there, we packed up our bags, we got on the plane, we flew, we got a train and it's the same with King Calloway, like we're willing, we don't mind losing sleep, we travel, I'd say like five times of the, of the week, we're like yeah. not in Nashville, which is where we live and so like it can unsettle your routine, but that, I mean, if if not now, then when? You know? Yeah, exactly. I think that just say the passion for music is the like, I just it's used as a journalist in any <clears> sense of the word. Yeah. And obviously, because you get these these new people that are listening to your music, and even new people that are even listening to the, your past new music, maybe from Frontiers and this side up, they they become more familiar with what you've done in the past as well. That's, for sure, really, yeah. And it does happen, unfortunately. Yeah. And I always say like to, and I I remember we always used to talk about this. I always used to say that you never know who's listening, and I remember when we were at the 100 Club and obviously I remember watching you guys perform Castle on the Hill and I just remember like a new angel telling me that it sounded like a Frontier song it didn't sound like a, a cheering song for example <laughs> yeah. and it's those things that you make you make you realise and go wow in every sense of the word you know as a fan as well uh, I forgot we played that song really. <laughs> <laughs> That's and I just remember you mentioned your, your points of reference to your brothers and all these things and it, it just works you know it was one of those dynamics it was a very special gig I think it was one of those gigs where you had to be there to see how special it was mm. and I felt it was very special to me yeah no it was it was I remember I was actually an exchange student in Los Angeles at the time and I flew from yep. LA with my drummer Cam Cameron and like <laughs> we were obviously like a little bit I wouldn't say sad but like you don't want to miss out on anything from like LA but as soon as so like the flight was a bit stressful and tiring but then once we landed and once we got into the zone and like sound check and all that I think I can I, I super agree with you it was like a really special night and like so many Janitos and, <laughs> and like turned up and like and it was yeah it was so fun and I got to see like so many family members as well but um yeah, it was a really special night. I mean, our dear friend Justin <laughs> McLaren said it was pretty much like being in Rock on the Rock, but in London. That's the <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That was the best way to describe them. <clears throat> that pretty, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So tell us about those early This Side Up gigs, like to get out there. Um, early This Side Up gigs? Yeah, obviously, because we're going to play them next week. A little oh, spoiler, let's put. Ten years ago, a month ago, so like Christmas 2009 was the first time I performed with This Side Up. And we did it at the Bayside Christmas concert. And so it's really cool that you're asking me now because it's literally been like 10 years. Uh, yep. The summer of 2010 was like when we really started gigging. And what can I say, man? Just an absolute learning curve. Like it was super just fun and games. It was Jeremy, Ricky, Philip, Guy, me. We were in the After Hours band room. They've always just been so generous with us. Yep. I didn't really know how to turn on a PA. Didn't really know what an amp was meant to do. All I knew was that I was the singer and I had a microphone <laughs> and I just wanted to sing. Um, <clears throat> but it was good. It was stressful because obviously when you're like, I was like 13 at the time. And so your voice is going through loads of changes. And I was always very self-conscious of like 
not necessarily voice breaks, but the fact that like I couldn't sing high or I couldn't sing low because I wasn't like, you know, I hadn't like fully developed yeah. my voice. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in my singing lessons, I would work on that with Christian. And he was always like reassuring me that look like with time is when your range like expands and things like that. But no, I mean, going back to this setup, just so much fun. We played nearly everywhere. We did GSA parties. We did, uh, we played at Eastern Beach, Latinos on the Beach, um, Summer Nights. I think we did, the f that was the first year we did the fair, the family pavilion. And so, yeah, we just did loads of stuff. It was really fun, and it's all things that I actually reflect on every single day with King Calloway because I think without that, I wouldn't have had the experience. And the most important thing throughout all this is the mentorship as well. The, the people that you have, not just your brothers, obviously, the, the older brothers that can guide you musically and obviously personally as well, but to have the guidance of a Christian Santos and then later on a Chris, Chris Cortez and all these people. What, what did it mean to you back then? Obviously, it meant to me, I bet it means more to you now. Yeah, now it... it um, I wouldn't say it means more, but now I have a better relationship with them because they're not necessarily my teachers anymore. <laughs> so we can go and like grab a meal and it's not weird. Um, but no, I, I'm like, I really cherish those um, friendships. And like, you cannot, I mean, if you bump into either of them, you, they'll tell you that I'm constantly texting and just updating them yeah. or, or they are checking in on me. And I really appreciate that. Like they, they have a, a real interest in, in my career and in my music because they know that they played such an important part and like that's something that I'll just never never forget really you know I think it's like it's like that song says never forget where you came from and in every sense of the word I think it's always great that you've always gone everywhere and always mentioned them everywhere you go yeah. as much as you possibly can and as I said it's not just you it's almost every campus student and every Bayside student from that time always mentions Chris always mentions Christian Santos and many others it's not just teachers it could be musicians themselves mm -hmm. that you know Jesse always mentions Nolan and a few others oh, you know absolutely yeah I, I yeah. keep going I, t I talk a lot about Chris and Chris <laughs> but I mean Jetstream like have been there like constantly um it's been like this really healthy thing of like we've seen what they did we wanted to maybe try and do that they've seen what we did maybe they took some inspiration from that and like we've shared a lot of things and played a lot of shows together and yeah it's it's been like really cool having them as counterparts and like yeah. New Year's Eve I was at home but I threw on the live feed from Casemates and I just thought like they sound better than ever and it's so cool how yeah I really love what they do and I looked up to bands like Jetstream and then like After Hours as well they've always been there you know Robbie yeah. and um, crazy bunch of people there, yeah <laughs> like you know and in a good way <laughs> Gibraltar is crawling with like incredible musicians from the Melon Diesel guys to to the jet stream to I mean even those who are like my age and like Evan Torrente and stuff there's like yeah. so many good musicians in so many different pockets Guy Valadino and Jesse and Robbie and you just like I'm, I feel really lucky and blessed that like I grew up in a really good time yeah. where I was really surrounded by all of that and I learned so much from from all of that. I mean, I think that the fact that you came from the youth movements, I think that youth movements, like like you mentioned, like obviously when it was, it was the set up, then obviously there was Headwires, and then there was Midriff, and there was all these youth bands. And was, kudos to, and I, I mention this a lot, and, I, and I, I get a slack for saying it a lot, but all these, I want to say youth bands, obviously, because you it wouldn't happen without Mellow Mind and all these bands that actually came before. But I mean, but when it came to that, those early 2010s when Headwires and you guys came along, and obviously like we talked about Midriff and many others, all came along even the singer songwriters it wasn't just bands 
it just works, you know, and it was great to see like young people with guitars on, but yeah. me with keyboards or even, even just performing on their own, you know, it was just phenomenal. And mm -hmm. we did the, we went to see the singer songwriter the other day. Obviously we had to cover it and obviously we saw pretty much the growth. You see people like Gabby Richardson and you see Leila Wojeda and all, all, all these people, uh, Jesse Sampera and many others. Mm -hmm. And you see that nurturing and, and that nurturing in the good way with it, you see them mature as the years progress. And the same thing happens whenever we watch you guys or any other band from, from that time to present day. So it's phenomenal. So we're going to take it back a very long time. We're going to play Seven Seas and then we'll be back after this. If I could write a song for you, I'd send it to your heart We could sing it while we pray, your ways would never part If I could see the future, I hope that I'd see me and you We could stick together and find ways to make it true
And we're back, and that was of course this side up with Seven Seas, a little flashback in, in every sense of the word, and we never tired of listening to it. And obviously, it's got a great video clip as well, so it's actually on YouTube still, and obviously, you do check it, it out. <laughs> it makes you realize how to. If you need a crash course in how to kiss a shell on the beach, <laughs> yeah. check it out. Yep, well said. Obviously, we were talking about um, Jetstream there, like in part one, but and obviously, we talked about how inspirational they could be. And like you mentioned, like the fact that they do sound better than ever now, and obviously the fact that they never stop that work ethic that they have is on on a different level. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're either they're always rehearsing, or the social media presence is yeah. incredible. You know, they're, they're, it's they're either just really good. They're just really good, and like Starlight is like such a good song. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, like got such a good melody, and just it's got that like anthemic thing and so like they work really hard but also they just have it you know what i mean they're just like really good that's the thing i mean it's when it boils down to it i mean i remember just last year we were obviously to to discuss guests and obviously to talk about who we could have on and everything else and obviously jetstream was like well we could do jetstream as a whole you know like try and get them all in and obviously then i had um tristan i had aaron and i had justin i had nolan Stu didn't come obviously because he had work to do but and but to have four of them t t who have not just this knowledge but this passion you know yeah. or anything else and they, they all come from different musical backgrounds obviously nolan doesn't but aaron doesn't either but when you look at um uh, Justin and then you look at Tristan for example they come from two probably one of the greatest musicians Jib has ever seen yeah but it's to have that passion to have that passion for songwriting and obviously the convention when you listen to Starlight it's just anthemic all the way through you know like mm -hmm. when they won the Jewels International oh, Song Festival yeah. you know it, it was great for us because we were there you know we were, like to celebrate or even to, to see a local band win something of that magnitude is always going to be a phenomenal thing it's no it, it never gets um, tiresome in every sense of the word and it never gets tiring to listen to and to even watch it back and i was just listening to them and i was very proud because not just to see them win but to see the fact that the song got this recognition and when that when you listen to the lyrics and you just can't help what's going along but it happens with all the songs i dare say but it's just that passion and i as i say like the, the work ethic is there and Right now, I just wish it was in, like something were to happen. Like I wish for any other local band or artist, even DJ, to make it. But I really do hope something does happen eventually, mm -hmm. and I'm sure it will. I mean, I don't think people, and, and, and we don't grasp enough as to how much they do as well, because they do go around, they do yeah, perform in, in the UK, Belgium, etc. <clears throat> but before I get to play Starlight, this is a, a, a very simple question. But well, a day late. Yep. Yeah. Two days. Three days late. Oh. Yep. No, I agree. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're phenomenal and they deserve every success. Yep. And last, one of the questions I was going to ask you was more than anything else. What's it like to... You can ask me, but the well, seagulls are going to yep. answer. We can let them answer <laughs> if they want to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go no, it's, all right, it's all right, it's all right. We can actually add this to the intro. It actually sounds... Yeah. Very, 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 the sounds are dribbles so. <laughs> it's very fun but anyway um i was gonna say like what, what's it like obviously being the fact that in the u.s but anything else but what's it like to see the local scene from like from outside perspective as well obviously because you're not around to go and see the gigs and to see what the, the bands and artists are up to as well no it's like it's a it's a cool thing like i obviously keep an eye on it on twitter on on instagram and stuff i keep an eye and like i love seeing when the layla rose band is doing their thing specifically because you know, that's country music and 
I live in Nashville and so I get a real kick out of feeling like there's that connection between Gibraltar and Nashville and yeah I can't obviously attend the shows and stuff but I'm constantly hoping the best for everyone who's here and doing their thing and I I actually tr I mean I trust that everyone's in like good hands you know what I mean like there's a really yep. cool and people always ask me in, in the States, like, oh, what's like the music scene like in Gibraltar? And I'm like, we have everything. We have a bit of everything. And and it's got so many opportunities despite being a small place, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Grab the opportunity. Even the small ones are the most important ones here, as I say. So we're going to play Starlight by Jetstream, and we'll be back with playing King Calloway. And obviously talk a little bit more about King Calloway Let's next. So enjoy.
And we're back. Obviously, this is part three and four, and obviously we're going to combine part three and four because we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about King Calloway. And obviously, we're going to, we were going to play Justin McLaren song, but we're going to talk a little bit more about that friendship and more than anything else, not just the friendship, the bond that continues to this day. We're not with just Jesse, but just that selected group or that we mentioned the youth movements, mm -hmm. which we forgot to mention before. The noise also oh, yeah, part of, of that youth movements as well. But tell us about. Obviously, that bond that, that I want to say that Santos production bond that it created mm. to create friendships and not even friendships, brotherhoods, more than anything else. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Jesse and I keep in touch all the time. Um, whenever I've been in London, we meet up. Whenever we're both in Gibraltar, we hang out. I mean, there's not much to say other than we just get along really well and we appreciate each other and we've been there for each other over the last 10 years to support each other in like our musical endeavors and in other things in our lives and it's like really cool because when you have that relationship or friendship with someone through like the whole of Bayside and then it's like sustained through uni even though you're in different parts of like England and then even now that's when you've got all the signs of like a decent friendship that's gonna probably yep. continue to last but yeah we I mean we we just get along so well <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's just Jesse being Jesse. Yeah, exactly. It's the way he really is. Exactly. Yeah, I always, I remember, like, I, when I spoke to him, of, of, of when was it? Just a few months ago, we had to promote a single, and obviously speak to him about it. And he's like saying, you know what? I haven't changed. Obviously, things have changed, but I'm just still the same person, you know. And I just say, like, more than anything else the drive and the passion will always shine through. You know, he's got it in his DNA and he's had, similar to many others, he's had it around him his entire life. And exactly. I, and I don't think that it will ever just stop. No matter if he reaches highs or lows, it doesn't matter, the passion exactly. will run through him. And that, the kudos to him for that kind of thing. He's, he doesn't really mind, you know, that it's not really an option. Yeah. And he was talking about when you went to see you guys like in Callaway in London and how proud he was more than anything else. Obviously he was there front row singing to the songs and he was telling me all about it. And it was like, you know, that's what really what you want more than anything else. You know, you want friends to support you no matter what. And it's not just friends like humans and it's, it's a brotherhood and it's a brotherhood that works in every sense of the word. Yep. So we're going to play, and we're going to play the Jesse song, but I think we're going to talk about King Calloway. Cool. And obviously like the King Calloway thing, like we mentioned is one of those things which makes me very proud at least anyway, because I remember you being very, I, I want to say very secretive about it as well because I remember you kept asking me for the material about the 100 Club and then obviously then once it was announced yeah. and I sent you that voice clip and obviously we spoke a little briefly on the phone that day as well. It, it, for me personally, like I told you, people, and not, not just people, musicians in Gibraltar can definitely use that as inspiration in every sense of the word. You should never give up on your dream. That's amazing, yeah. I mean, if it's inspiring people, then that's like super incredible. Yeah. Um, everyone has their own thing to do and their own paths to make and paths to take and so if anyone saw what I'm doing and was like oh cool like that's inspiring then that means the world but I know that lots of people have their stuff sorted out you know <laughs> so but yeah if I can help in any way then that would be really cool. I mean, just alone, like when we, like I mentioned that phone call in particular, but that message that you sent on just after, I think it was after 2 a.m., believe it or not, and it just, I don't want to say it would sound big-headed or like, but it's it means a lot to be credited 
in every sense of the word. But at the same time, not, not that we go looking for credit or anything else. No, no, yeah. But it, it meant a lot to me personally, you know, yeah. to give have that thanks. And we, it's something that we pride ourselves on doing, you know. And uh, hey, case in point, this talk right now, this interview as well. And it's not even an interview. I just say it's more catch-up. Yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. A professional catch-up. It is, yeah. And it, it, we always do keep tabs as well, as much as we possibly can, you know. And, like, we do share a lot of things that you do. And obviously, we'll always be very proud to do so. And we just want to say, kudos to you for all that you've done in the last year and obviously not just in the last year it's like it's uh, for us personally it's, it's been great to see that evolution you know yeah, from yeah. like we talked about the, the side up thing but like even the side, before the side up Santos Productions leading up all the way up till this very moment this right moment. now yeah. so it's kudos to you it's kudos to the rest of the band the King Kalu guys which I had the fortune of meeting at the Jewels uh, calling in September they're just fabulous guys and I don't think you could have found a better bunch to work yeah, with. Yeah, no, they're really know. cool. <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy, but yeah. they're cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but where does King Calloway go from here? Um, I don't know. Hopefully to some very cool places. We are going to be, I think we announced recently, we're going to be in Berlin in March. Um, and there's a lot of things that haven't been announced yet because we're just making sure that they're going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like any musician would know you have all these ideas and possible things but until it's like announced you don't want to until it's confirmed you don't want to announce so i don't know we just we want to keep gigging and touring in 2020 hopefully we can grab a support slot with a big artist out there like that would be really cool and um who knows maybe get back in the studio and start thinking about the next album yeah just just live the musician lifestyle yeah (laughs) and one final question will be no like i asked you this at the festival and i asked the rest of the band but not, not many people will probably know but the Goth Brooks thing must have been the yeah. most amazing thing Garth on the planet. Garth Brooks, US Bank Stadium, 3rd of May, 2019. Probably the best day of my musical career because I was <laughs> it's Garth in a stadium <laughs> and it's Garth Brooks and he was like the most lovely person and he sat in on our sound check and then he was like, I don't want to open the doors. Oh no, he said, I don't want you to go out and play to no one. So until that place is full, you're not playing. And I think we played to about 66,000 people, um, which is really bizarre yeah. when you say it. But I remember I was like playing piano, playing Grow Old, and I like looked up at the start during the intro and I was like, oh my goodness, like yeah. there are so many people in this stadium right now. And so, yeah, huge massive highlight of my career and of my life really and I just say with Garth Brooks he just ages like a fine wine he was on Ellen recently to promote his legacy obviously you know, album, and it sounded great yeah, and, and he always sounds great and even when you did the Notre Dame stuff last year which was on CBS as well it sounded great and yeah. it got, it's Garth Brooks he's such a lovely guy as well he's so humble he's a real role model and someone who when we were hanging out with him the whole day we were like wow like if we were ever 10% as successful as he is um, he's the kind of person I would want to be like if I got there. I mean, I've got a contact in the US. I'm not going to mention his name, but he actually did tell me that when you sit down with Garth Brooks, you'd actually forget his stardom in every sense of the <laughs> yeah. word. And I, I, I've only seen him in interviews. I've never had the fortune of meeting him as you have, but he does come across as that kind of person. Yeah. And it's great to see that as well. Oh, for sure. So anyway, we're going to play those two King Calloway Let's songs. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. It's been Thank great you. catching up. It's been great. It's a lovely day. And it's going to get better. The sun's it coming is. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's been great, Simon. Right. And uh, like with, like everything else, we do continue to support you no matter what. Obviously, you keep flying the flag high. 
it means the world to us to see you up there and with the world's best and, uh, and on the world's best TV shows as well. It's just great all the way through. Thank you very much. So keep up the good work. Thank you for the support. <laughs> Always. So keep on great. supporting local talent. That's yes, also. exactly. So we'll be back in two weeks, obviously, with a new episode. That, this is Simon Zumas. Thank you again, Simon. We'll be catching up with him probably in the next few months again to see what the guys are mm-hmm. up to. Sounds but good. it sounds good for us and it sounds good for Simon. So we're going to play you two King Calloway songs back to back. It's Rivers and the pic- what was it, the second one? Picture of the way you are. Picture of the way you are. So enjoy. And obviously, if you do enjoy King Calloway more than anything else, do buy their album, stream it, whatever. You know, just yeah. listen to it. Or you can look at the videos on YouTube and just laugh well. at us. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, that works as well. <laughs> so thank you, Simon. I'll right. be back in two weeks. And more than anything else, keep on supporting local talents because when you do, you're keeping local music alive. Take care, guys.
told you I'd never leave you. I told you I'd be here for it all. You said that you wanna see the sun. I promise I'll always have your heart. I know where we belong.